Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. As always, I'm excited to share this morning. This is more of a um, a word, a, a declaration, a prophetic type what the Lord is saying now, like a rhema word type thing, like what he's saying right now. It's more of that than a lesson. Uh, so I'm going to still try to teach it. But Liv, y'all know I get excited pretty easily, right? It don't, take, it don't take too much for me to get excited. Even if I trip, it's like, oh, eh, and I just get excited over that. Uh, <laughs> so it doesn't take much for me to get excited. Any first-time visitors this morning? Can I see you, please? Hey. How are you? Welcome, welcome. Man, can y'all clap it up for the, all the beautiful first-time visitors? Liv, make some noise for them, please. We want to love you this morning. Keep your hand raised for two more. I don't know how long. I don't want to say until someone uh, reaches you. We want to put something in your hands to, to make sure you know what's going on. Are you guys from here? Who's from the uh, Central Florida area? A few of you. Miami. That's not too far. How you doing, Miami? You doing good? <laughs> West Palm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where else are we from? New York. New York? How you doing, New York? Where you from? Boston, how you doing? I know you enjoying. It's still a little cold down here, but it's better than Boston. <laughs> California, how you doing, Cali? Just shout it out. Massachusetts, Spring, Spring, Sp uh, Springfield. I know that area very well. Brazil. Brazil. That's how you say it. Brazil. Come on, y'all. Get some culture in your life. Brazil. No. Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. <laughs> Where at? Mississippi. How you doing, Mississippi? You good? All right. Vegas. How you doing, Las Vegas? ATL. How you doing, ATL? Aruba. Aruba. See? Aruba. Aruba, welcome. You from Aruba as well? All right, welcome, welcome. Huh? Colombia. 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 Welcome. Virgin Islands. We're praying for you guys, man. We're praying for the Virgin Islands. You guys good? Is it good over there or is it still kind of messed Still, okay, we're praying for you guys. Total restoration in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Still water, where's that at? Is that another church? Oh, clear water. <laughs> Don't shout out another church, but we welcome you all here, though. <laughs> New faith assemblies. No, we're not, I'm not talking about church. I mean, <laughs> another state, anybody else? Jacksonville. Who said Africa? Sit down. <laughs> he said Jacksonville didn't work. I'm going to just say Africa. <laughs> you ain't even sound African though. Like Africa. You ain't. 
You sound like you from Jayville. Anybody? Yes, where are you from? Jacksonville? All right, God bless you. Thank you for coming. Oh, Jamaica, Jamaica. All my Jamaicans make some noise. No, don't bro, bro, don't, don't shoot, don't. Just, <laughs> just make some noise. <laughs> Every time I say Jamaicans make some noise, I start ducking. That, that, bro, don't, don't do that. This is scary times we living in. St. Louis, Jersey, hey, how are you from word on the street? Okay. North Carolina. Anybody else? Ohio. Arkansas, okay. Arkansas. This is coming at me a little too much now. I thought I could handle it. I can't. Thank you. People start shouting out from other people like, Ohio. <laughs> Woo. All right, let's get into the word. Thank you all for coming from wherever you're from. We're glad you are here. Amen? Amen. Woo. All right, I'm excited to present this word. The Lord uh, spoke to me. I was asking him about 2018, and I always try to ask towards the end of the year what the focus of the next year is. I already told some people, uh, but what I believe the Lord is telling us, what I heard, what I heard when I was praying, it could be kind of cheesy and corny, but I'm just going to give it and then we can unpack and it can get better and better as the weeks and the years progress or we can rename it or whatever. So I said, Lord, what should I tell Liv? What should be our focus? I'm still on encounter. I haven't shaken that yet, but I'm just taking this moment to teach about this and then I'll come back to encounter. I said, Lord, what's the focus? What, what, should we be, what should we wrap our minds around 2017? What is the theme for live in 2017? What, what's the theme? And all I heard was live it up. I'm like, live it up. Live it up. Okay. What does that mean? Let, 2018, I'm sorry, not 2017. 2018, I was asking him. And he said, live it up. Live it up. I'm like, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? He said, everything in their lives is about to come up. I'm trying not to scream it. Woo! Look at your neighbor and say, I'm on the come up. I can't. Woo! Everything in your life is a. Oh my God. I just need two people to get excited with me. Everything. Everything. Everything in your life is about to go up another level. If it was here, 2018 is coming here. If it was here, 2018 is coming here. Your relationships is about to come up. Your finances about to come up. Your health about to come up. Your relationships about to come up. Your career about to come up. Your business about to come up. Your mentality about to come up. Your spirit. Tell your neighbor, get ready for the come up. We've been living too low, too long. Everything in your life is coming up. It might not go to 10, but it's going from 3 to 6. 
Now y'all want a preacher to keep it real with you? I'm going to keep it real. I'm not going to preach this corny end of the year stuff that everybody, no. I'm not giving you false hope. It's coming up. If it's at three, it's going to four. I'm going to keep it real with you, but at least it's, woo, it ain't got to be perfect by the end of next year. As long as it's better. Okay. Everything in your life. He said, I will perfect those things concerning you. Every extension it is of you. God has given every piece of you special attention this year. Every angle. We're going to take the next 12 months to focus on different areas. Just intently focus. One month just might be all finances. We're going to get our money together this year. And the way the White House is moving, you're going to have to get your money together. All right, I ain't going to go down politics because it's Sunday. Everybody ain't got the same views. And we online. Thank y'all for streaming with us. God bless you. We're getting our finances together. We're getting our families together. We're getting our spirit and our mind. We're going to take weeks and months to really dig in and intently improve by the spirit of God. See, this is the, this is the thing about it. It's by his spirit it's going to happen. It's not a 12-month program. No, it's his spirit. <sighs> Tell your neighbor, I'm on the come up. I'm trying to move, but that's so good to me. Anybody excited about everything coming up a notch? Every... Look at your neighbor and say, turn up, man. Turn up. Woo, your praise about to turn up. Your worship about to turn up. Your marriage about to turn up. Yeah, oh. <laughs> ah, if you've been sick of the level that your life has been on, you have chosen the best year to be alive. Thank you for making it to 2018. Did y'all hear what I said? I don't care if it's been five years. If you made it to 2018, you chose the best year to exist in the earth. Because God says, this year I elevate you. It's coming up. It may not be all you dreamed, but it's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. God will always have you looking forward, looking forward to what's next. So he's not going to give you your wildest dreams next year because what do you got to look forward to the next year? But he's going to improve. And if he does give you your wildest dreams next year, he's going to give you what you couldn't imagine in 2019. So we're going to take some steps, especially financially. I really feel that on us because you're not going to mean much of anything if your finances are not in order in the world. You're going to mean everything to God, but nothing to the government. So I really feel intently to get our finances in order. We got to get that together, y'all, because the government is setting it up where the rich get richer and the poor get irrelevant. So we're going to set that up. We're going to do all of that. I'm sorry. But everything is very true. It's very true. It's very true. So we're going to get, take the time to really improve on all, in all those areas. And by the Spirit of the Lord, we're coming up. Are y'all ready? Yeah. So let's go back to our theme scripture, which is Ezekiel 37. This is the story of the dry bones in the valley. And he said, speak to those bones and tell them they shall live. God called live to Orlando. He called my wife and I. My wife is here. Bless you, love. I love you so much. Yeah. She'll be coming up later on. I honor you and I love you. 
I love you so much. We, we, God called us to Orlando and said there are dry bones here, dry bones. And I'm like, I'm like what? There ain't dry bones in Orlando. This is the entertainment vacation capital of the world. 80 million people a year come to Disney and Orlando. Orlando is popping. He said dry bones. And I'm not trying to offend anybody. I don't know you personally like that. But he told me there are dry bones here. You have to speak to them and they will live. We took it upon ourselves. We accepted the, uh, the charge from the Lord and we called the church live. That's how live came about. To speak to every dry thing in your life and command it to live and come back to life. Woo! Some things you've given up on, God says, I have not, I'm not yet done with it. That was for you. Certain things you gave up on, you said it's over, you, it's dead to you. God said, I'm not done with it yet. I'm not done with it. I still have more. Some of y'all giving up on yourselves, and God said, I'm not done with you. You're, tell your neighbor, I'm far from over. Ooh, that's a good one right there. Tell your neighbor, I'm far from over. There's more to your story. Let's get into this. So he's saying to them, he says, he says, prophesy to them. Therefore, the first scripture says, therefore, prophesy and say unto them, thus saith the Lord God. Behold, oh my people, I will, look at this, I will open your graves <laughs> and cause you to come up. Somebody say, come up. Out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. I will, my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves. I love that. The number, uh, the number 18 uh, in the Hebrew is made up of two words. Uh, and the two words form the word chai, C-H-A-I. That word in the Hebrew means life. It means alive or living. So get ready. Oh, yeah. 2018 means alive and living. This is the best year to be at live. You at the right church this year. 18 means alive, life or living. Everything is moving. Everything is current. Everything is relevant. Everything is alive right now. He's bringing them back to life. He says, and you shall know the next verse that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves oh my people and brought you up out of your graves. They're going to up again. Up out of your graves, and I shall put my spirit in you, and ye shall live. Somebody say live. live. I shall place it, you into your own land, and you shall know that I'm the Lord. I've spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. Bring you up out of your graves. Up out of your graves. We talked about it a little bit Wednesday, how graves represents your past. Graves represents the past or storage for, for past memories. Graves represents the storage place for former things. When the Bible says, remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I do a, I'm doing a new thing. So there are a lot of us that are chilling in the graves. We are living in our memories of what was, whether it was good or bad. You are just living in the graveyard. And God is saying, I have to pull you up. That is too low of a level for you to live in. He's going to open the grave and pull you up out of it, which means we've been consumed by it. We've been totally submerged in our past. Some of us are still guilty for what you did 10 years ago. Still shame for what happened to you 11 years ago. Still bitter for what happened 15 years ago. God is saying, come up out of your graves, out of your past memories so you can live. Do you remember the man who made his dwelling amongst the tombs in the Bible? The man was tormented, the Bible says. 
He was tormented because he made his dwellings amongst the tombs. Be careful where you live. I guess, I guess, I didn't ever see Jesus do it, but I guess it's cool to visit the grave. Just don't live there. Don't live there. I mean, your past. If you got memories or what happened, whatever, I'm talking about that, the past. I'm not talking about physical graves. It's cool to, to visit there so you can appreciate where God has brought you or things like that. But don't stay there. Don't live there. The guy who lived in the grave was tormented. The Bible says night and day he was crying and cutting himself. Crying and cutting himself. When you live in your past, you only harm yourself. Are you hearing me? When you continually dwell in what was, you harm yourself, whether it was great or whether it was horrible. Some people love living in the past because of how good it was. Do you remember? Uh, y'all probably don't watch these corny movies, but it, has anybody seen L Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. All right, so let me just be corny for two seconds. Napoleon Dynamite, Napoleon had an uncle. The first time we see the uncle, he has this little VCR set up, throwing footballs, like, huh. So he's recording himself throwing footballs, because he used to be an all-state champion when he was in school. Here he is, a grown man, still living in his past that was good to him. He looked stupid to everybody. And he was ineffective in his present life, because he was stuck on his past life. Did you hear what I just said? He was ineffective in the present because he kept living in the past. It was so good to him, he couldn't shake it. His business was crumbling. He couldn't get a successful business. He wasn't doing his job. He wasn't watching Napoleon and his brother. He was ineffective because he was living in his past. I don't care if it was horrible or amazing. Stop living. In the Come out the graves, y'all. Come out the graves. So the man was cutting himself. He was tormented. He was crying day and night until he saw Jesus. And when he saw Jesus, he cried out. The spirit cried out, what are you doing here? Are you here to torment me before the time? I love that. And I always preach this, and I'm going to say it again because it's the last Sunday. I'm going to get it all out. He said, are you here to torment me before the time? The evil, unclean spirit that was in the man in the graveyard cried out, son of God. Demons know who God is, but Christians don't. Son of God, what are you doing? Are you here to torment me before the time? Woo! It's crazy that demons know they have a time limit. Let me encourage you. Your problem knows it can't last. That's the wrong side. I keep giving y'all a chance. My praise section over here. Your storm knows it's almost up. Woo! Your struggle knows I got to let you go soon. Your problem knows it has an expiration date. And when Jesus shows up, his time is up. That's why it's important for you to praise God. Because he dwells. He dwells in the midst of praise. And when he shows up, you put a time limit on demonic activity. <laughs> Mess around and praise God at your house. And your problems will be like, what are you doing here? Y'all quiet. All you need is Jesus on the scene. You don't need a check in the mail. You don't need a, all you need is Jesus on the scene. 
This is, y'all, y'all got quiet on me. Over here, all you need is Jesus to step on the scene. Jesus didn't even say a word. He just showed up. And his presence alone shook everything that's not like him. If you need God to shake up some stuff in your house, let God show up in your situation. Oh, God. Praise him till he shows up. Let your whole house think you crazy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I bless you, Jesus. I give you glory. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Oh, well. Thank, uh, thank you, Jesus. Let your whole house think you crazy. But something is shaking. The fa- Oh, God. Something happened when I praise. He inhabits my praise. And everything contrary to him is shook. It's nervous. I'm sick of the people of God being nervous. Let's make some demons nervous. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. But he said, what is your name? He said, Legion. Hmm. That was the name of the spirit that manifested. Many demonic entities can gain access to our souls if we live where we're supposed to die. We open portals and doors to demonic activity when we live where we're supposed to die. When we stay in our past, when we either gloat in it or feel bad about it. You open the door for the enemies to torment your mind to the point where there's thousands now inside this man. You're going to stay in that problem until thousands of unclean spirits possess you? What are you waiting for? Are you waiting for total possession of, of sorrow and stress? Why are you still thinking about that? Are you waiting for total possession of depression? Are you waiting for your body to contort and you look like just depression itself? Why are you staying there? Lift up your heads. I feel it. I'm a prophesy to y'all. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Man. What are you waiting for? Are you waiting to be totally consumed by sorrow? Do you think the more you think about sad things, you'll feel better? No, you just invite more and more and more demonic spirits. We rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And I shall put my spirit in you. The spirit of God, the Lord told me to tell you this. The spirit of God is mandatory, especially for 2018. He says, this will be your advantage in this world. You can and you will come up in life, but in this world, you need a spirit. Your life and this world is two different things. You could be blessed in life, but this world. The systems of this world is so dark, so demonic, so wicked, and so evil. You will not survive in this world unless you have the Spirit of God. Oh, I'm telling y'all what I know. You, you, you need the, the Spirit of God will be mandatory for you to navigate in this world. You can't just go on your skills or your swag or your... No, nothing natural will help you navigate 2018. Buy all the books you want. It's great. I might put a book out. Do it. Nothing is going to help you more than the Spirit of God. Because the Spirit of God will give you wisdom that's not in any book. Because some of your problems are not general, they're tailor-made. 
Some of your issues are not general issues. You got a special thing going on that the enemy has specially crafted for your life. So you're going to need supernatural wisdom. Okay. Has, has anybody gone through stuff or going through something that you can't tell nobody? So I know that's y'all who I'm talking to. I'm, I'm going through something right now and I really don't know who I can tell. Let me see your hand if that's you. See? So don't look at me cross-sided. You might not be able to tell too many people. You might not be able to read a book. You, everybody, especially whose hand was up, you need the almighty, supernatural spirit of the living God dwelling on the inside of you. You need them. You need them. Because this world is dark. This world is evil. This world is wicked. But Jesus says in this, the next scripture, Jesus says this. He says, these things I've spoken to you that ye might have peace. That in me, you will have peace. In Christ, you will have peace. Not in books, not in programs, not in relationships, not in marriages. No, in Christ, you have peace. Not in a quiet house, not in a cozy living room, not in a comfortable bedroom. In Christ, you have peace. Because your whole world can be chaotic, but if you're in Christ, y'all... Actually, but where are you right now? Where are you? Where are you? Because if trouble, if every trouble is bothering you, you're not in Christ. In me, you might have peace. In the world, you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I, good God, have overcome the world. The enemy, the wickedness, the, the evil systems and structures. Jesus has overcome the world. So in him we have peace, even though in this life we will have tribulation. Tribulation means oppressing. That's what it means. You will have much. In this world you shall have tribulation. That means oppressing. Oppressing. Don't fear that. The Bible says be of good cheer. The pressing is good. Because you don't get oil unless you squeeze the olive. I don't know what's in you until I apply pressure. I don't really know what's in you. See, oh man, some of y'all dating somebody and y'all just love it. Everything is all good. You don't know that person. You don't know until pressure hit. Some of y'all work with some people that just a good working relationship. You don't know them. The real them is squeezed out when pressure hits. Woo! All right, let me, let me let you go. So this is, this is our theme scripture for this. This is our theme scripture. Y'all ready? All right. This is Revelation chapter 4, verse 1. After this, I looked, behold, thank you, Jesus, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as if it were a trumpet talking with me, which said, come up hither, and I will show you things which must be hereafter. Come up, and I'll show you. Come up, and I'll show you. Y'all waiting to see things on the level you're on now. It won't be revealed until you come up. Are you hearing me? You're confused about certain things, and you're just looking for wisdom to the right and the left and beneath you. and a, No, and behind you. No, 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 no. Come up, and I'll show you. Now, it says a door was open. A door is different from a window. If a window, window represents opportunity. 
Right? So the window of opportunity, it opens and it closes, right? He didn't say a window was open. He said a door was open. Right? So a door represents another, a a, a, a segue to another realm. It's not just a window of opportunity. A door means is another realm. You don't walk out these doors and it looks like the Holy Land inside. You walk outside to the skies. And when you open the door to your car, you're in that arena now. Doors represent different realms. Woo! When you walk from outside into your house, you're in a totally different realm. The temperature is different. The smell is different. The look is different. The, everything is different when you go through doors. Windows, you can open and close and stay in the same spot. But when you go through another door, you enter... Good God Almighty. Everything is new. Everything is different. What are you saying? It's time for you to come up to another realm. We need to enter into a realm where we don't have to address every issue. We need to enter into a realm where, okay, now let's talk about sickness. Now let's, no, when I'm in that realm, I got answers for everything. Because he said, come up and I will show you. I need to walk into a room where answers are like a buffet. I can take an answer to my marriage. I can take an answer, y'all. What realm are you in? What room? What space are you in? Open door. Said, come up. Come up. Come up. Come up. And I love, come up is different than go up. (laughs) Go up means that there's something on your level or below telling you to take a chance. Go. Either something on your level or below you saying, go up. Come up is different than go up. Go up means I'm not really sure either, but try it. Go up means it looks cool. Go test it out and see. That's go up. But that, that's not what God is saying. God is saying, come up. Come up is a command from something above you. Good God Almighty calling you higher. Look at your neighbor and say, you're going higher. He's not calling you to an unsure realm. I'm already there and I'm telling you, come up. I already know what's here. I already know what you need. Come. This is not go up. This is come up. Something in you already exists in the next realm is calling you up. It's called purpose. It's called destiny. It's called the spirit of God. He's already there. He knows you're in from the beginning. And he's saying... In other words, the coast is clear. You can trust it. Come up. You can trust this. Come up. You might lose a few things, but trust this arena. Come up. Look at your neighbor and say, come up. Understand that. I'm going to just read what he told me. I told this kind of prophetic, so I got I to read everything he's saying. Okay. When God calls you higher, it doesn't pertain to anyone else. So if you're the only one going up, you're the only one he called. Did you hear what I said? Don't feel like the weirdo making changes and nobody else is. Maybe they didn't get the call. You got a special invitation. Come up hither. You got a RSVP. You ain't got time to wait for every. Did y'all hear what he said? Is everybody else going with me? No. He called. 
He called me. And no matter how silly or crazy I look, I got to, I got to go higher. I've been on this level with y'all long enough. And it has gotten, oh, man. When he calls you, he's not calling everybody. He's calling you. Peter. All these people on the boat. Peter. Come. Never happened before. Never happened after. But Peter said, I can't worry about everybody on the boat. Because he called me higher. So he stepped out and he did the impossible, but he didn't randomly single Peter out. Mm. Peter had desire. He said, Lord, if it's you, I got to get out of this church. If it's you, tell me to come. What are you saying, pastor? Or what are you saying, Ty? Whatever you call me. What I'm saying is God is not randomly telling you to come up. He's calling you because something in you wants to. why this message ain't for everybody but some of y'all got something in you that's crying out for more and God said I hear the cry of your soul come up here does anybody got a desire to go higher oh that's a bars desire to go higher I feel bars in here tell your high five your neighbor say I got a desire to go higher if you don't feel nothing, high five somebody else. I got a desire. I got a desire. I got a desire to go higher. Woo. I can't stay here another year. I can't think like this another year. I can't be like this another year. I got a desire. Woo. 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 He didn't just single Peter out. Something in Peter. Something in him. Something in you. Desire not just to walk on water, but to do what Jesus is doing. Something in you want to be like Jesus. Something in me want to do what Jesus does. And if that's you, he's saying, come on. Come up higher. Something in me wants to be like him. Say that, y'all. Something in me wants to be like him. So this is your invitation, if that's you. If you have the desire to go higher, this is your invitation. Well, come on up. Come up hither. But it's not for everybody. Everybody's not going to come. And I don't want you to be discouraged about that. Let me move to the next point as I begin to bring this to a close. Look at this. I love this. This ain't for everybody. This is my point. Men from every race. This is, this is in Revelation chapter 11, I believe, when the two prophets come back to the earth in the end times. We believe it's Moses and Elijah are going to walk the earth again. They're going to prophesy for a, uh, 2,000 days, I believe, something like that. Read it in Revelation. They're going to come back and they're going to prophesy and many will be upset with them because of the word and the warning that they're bringing. And the Bible says that uh, they're gonna, the dragon is going to come. I know I'm getting a little deep, and this is eschatology right here. This is end-time teaching. The dragon is going to come from the bottomless pit and slay these two men. They're going to die. The prophets are going to die. We believe it's Moses and Elijah are going to come back because their bodies were hidden. They didn't really 
physically have a funeral, God took Elijah up in a whirlwind and he hid the body of Moses. Okay, let me go back to desire to go higher. Sorry about that. Got a little deep. <laughs> so we believe these two prophets are coming back to the earth and they're going to slay them. They're going to kill them. They're going to be laying in the street, the Bible says. And men from every race of people, tribe, language, and nation will look at the bodies of the two witnesses for three and a half days. They will refuse to bury them. People who live on earth will be happy because these two are dead. There are certain people that won't let your past go. They refuse to bury your mistakes. They're celebrating the fact that you fell. Every time, every time you sin, yeah, better than last time when you X, Y, Z. Why you got to always bring up? It ain't y'all, so who is it so I can preach to y'all? Yeah, yeah. Why, why you always got to bring up the time I fell? Why you always got to bring up the lowest season in my life? Why don't you bury that? They, they, they refuse to bury it because they're happy that they're dead. People are happy that you're not moving in your gifts. Certain people are excited that your business didn't work out. They're, they're, they're happy that your marriage is not doing good. They're excited that you're, you're immobile and you're depressed and you're sad. And their job is to keep you like that. But their only problem is the spirit of God. Because greater is... Okay. Let me get y'all out of here. They will have, they will have parties and give each other gifts. Look how relevant you are. Look how relevant. When you're losing, people celebrate you. Look how relevant you are. Look how important you are. People will hate you to such a degree that they acknowledge you even when you're losing. Look how relevant you are. Don't get mad when people keep talking about you. Why, why are you on their lips? You must be influential. <laughs> why are you talking about me? I'm losing right now. I'm dead to the world. You still, you are keeping me alive. That's why they say no press is bad press. They gave each other gifts and they will do these things because the two prophets brought much suffering to those who live on earth. Why do we call warning sufferings? Why do we call correction pain? Why? But, the next scripture says, but after three and a half days, look at this, God breathed life into them. Oh God. And they what? And they stood. Look at your neighbor and say, stand up. I feel an anointing in here. When God breathes life into you, you, you stand up. Yeah, yeah, you can stand if you want. I'm not telling you to, but if you want to, you could. That's a good place to stand right there to let the devil know I'm not dead. I'm very much alive. I'm not defeated. I'm very much victorious. I'm not the tail. I'm very much the head. I'm standing. Look at your neighbor and say, Stand up, stand up, stand, stand up. He breathed life into them and they stood up. And terror struck all who were staring at them. Why are you staring at my dead body anyway? Why are you gloating over my failure anyway? Why are you looking at my demise anyway? Well, since you're going to stare at me in a low place, I'm going to give you something to look at. 
2018, you're going to give your enemies something to look at. Since they stare in anyway, let me give you... Straighten up yourself and say, I'm going to give you something to look at. Come on, Lynn, put your swag on and say, I'm going to give you something to look at. Since you're staring anyway, I'm going to give you... But they didn't get quiet. They got scared. I can see when you start winning, they get quiet. They don't get quiet. They get scared because they know you got more power than them. That's the reason why they were shouting over your defeat anyway, because you got more power than them. You got more anointed than them. You got more favor than them. Terror struck all. Here's my favorite scripture. This is why I brought it here, y'all. You can sit down. I'm sorry. I'm almost done. Y'all ready? Hold on, keep it at that scripture for a second. Keep it there. This next scripture, y'all might stand back up or you might not. Y'all see me moving, right? They were dead for three and a half days. They celebrated through parties over your failure. Mm. Yeah. But then the Spirit of God breathed on you. <laughs> Even when you run out of breath, he doesn't. Did you hear what I just said? Even when you run out of strength, he doesn't. Even when you run out of joy, he doesn't. Even when you run out of peace, he doesn't. They stood up after three and a half days. Here we go. Then the two prophets heard a loud voice from heaven say what? Come up. Come up here. And they went up to heaven in a cloud. They... I thought Liv would get a little louder, babe. In my mind, I thought Liv would get a little louder. You're about to go to a realm where your enemies can only watch. They're not invited. They don't have access. You're going up and they're going to watch you go. Ask your neighbor, are you coming or watching? God's about to take you to a realm where your enemies are irrelevant. God is about to take you to a realm, did you hear me? Where your enemies are irrelevant. If you're still crying at night, you got to come up. If you're still worried about who talked about you, you got to come up. Get up to the place where your enemies can only watch. They can't harm you. They can't touch you. And you stop their party. Not by addressing them. You stop the enemy's parade not by arguing with them. God says next year, the way you silence your enemies is not talking back. It's coming up. <laughs> My come up is going to shut you up. Now I feel the Holy Ghost for real. I said my come up is going to shut you up. <laughs> Anybody ready to come up in here? I'm closing for real. Don't address your enemies. Don't respond to everybody on Instagram. 
first of all, I was at the movies and that was cranberry juice. It wasn't Hennessy. Don't. Why are you? Re first of all, it was tea. It's not Henny. So secondly, I'm saying, uh-uh. Just come up. Because you don't have the energy to address every enemy. You ain't got the time. You got things to do. You got goals to achieve. You got purpose to fulfill. Tell your neighbor, I got things to do. I got time to address every hater who don't mean nothing to my future anyway. Shut them up by coming up. Tell, grab your neighbor and say, I'm going up. I'm going to come up, come up, come up. Oh, I feel it. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm screaming. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. woo. Because the realm that I'm in, praise is relevant in that realm. Oh, if my scream is getting on your nerves, you got to come up to the praise realm. Oh, Get your praise up. Get your worship up. If praise is weird to you, you got to come up. If worship is weird to you, you got to come up. What level are you on? The level I'm on, that's relevant. The level that I'm on, that's regular communication. Holy, holy is the Lord who once was and is and is to come. That's regular communication in this realm. Praise is my, y'all. Praise is regular communication in this realm. That's why David said, I will bless the Lord. At all times. They watched, but they couldn't go. God is calling us to realms where our enemies have no access. <laughs> it's time to go up where they are irrelevant. If stuff still bothers you on 2017 level, come up. Stop trying to change what irks you and come up. We think we're strong. Uh-uh. We think we're strong when we address it and try to bend it to our liking. Don't bend nothing. Go up. You're about to come into a realm beyond irritation. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Just come up. Just come up. I'm always depressed. I'm always come up. He gave me two illustrations in my final closing. He gave me a hot air balloon and a rocket ship. When I was talking about come up, I saw a hot air balloon and I saw a rocket ship. The hot air balloon looks flat and dead when it starts. 
lifeless. The engineers of the balloon turns the wind of God, I mean the wind on. <laughs> and they open the balloon to, so that it could hit your mind, I mean the head, the top of the balloon. So the, hold on, go back, go back, go back. That's not that one, the first one, yeah. So, so they put the cold air in first. Because if they just did the fire, it'll burn. So you put the cold air in first, and then they ignite the fire. Now you can do that. Then the Holy Ghost, I mean the fire of the Lord. Then you're filled with the Holy Ghost, I mean the fire. <laughs> and you begin to stand. I feel the Holy Ghost in here today. So the mixture of the cold and the hot causes you to stand. All things. All things. All things. <laughs> Work together for good. <laughs> the cold and the hot. The good and the bad. The favorable and the... It works together for good. They stand it up. The hot air is blowing in the bottom. Along with the cold air, you got to keep the cool on for it to stand up erect. Once it stands, you can go to the next one. Once it stands, once the balloon is ready, the passengers load in while the weights hold you down until you're ready to take off. They have sandbags, and here you see people holding down the basket so you can get in. Because the wind and the fire will blow the, uh, the balloon to a point where it'll take off without you. So you have people or weights holding down the basket so you can get in. Also tied to it, I don't know if you can see it, you probably can't. Right here is a string, you probably can't see it. Okay, there's a string also tied to it to help it stand up straight. So there's somebody or a few people that's uh, you know, pulling the string so it'll stand up straight. Sometimes they lock it in to the ground and tie it up so it can stand up straight. So once it stands and once you load in, then you're ready to come up. When you're in position and you're ready to come up, you now have to lose weight. right there don't move the picture yet because what who and what once helped you in one season I'm not mad at you you helped me get in position you helped me get in place I'm not mad you whether you rejected me or restored me you helped me get in position you held me down until I until I got ready to come up. Now what helped you in one season can hinder you in the next. Be careful that the people that held you down don't keep you down. 
We celebrate people. Yo, he's been holding me down since day one. He been, now he's keeping you down. You helped me get to this place. Now let me go. Look at your neighbor and say, thank you, but let me go. I got to soar. I got to come up. I got to fly. I love the way you helped me, and I appreciate it. But the season... I got I to gotta get out of here. We hold on to people because they helped us. How many of you all are still friends with the doctor that birthed you? I don't even know the doctor's name. But he helped me come into this world but I don't keep them in my life just because you helped me in one season. Never mind. <laughs> oh my God. So in order to come up, you got to lose weight. When I became a man, I put away childish things. You got to put it away to become a man. Are you understanding what I'm saying? This is very important because I was looking at, um, I was looking at uh, uh, Sparta or Spartaca, whatever. It was, it was on Showtime a little while ago. And I'm closing. You can, you can play so I can just be quiet for a second. <laughs> I was looking at it and it was cutting the neck. They were making a sacrifice in the Roman Empire, cutting the neck of a goat. <laughs> and it was a rusty knife. You know, you think when you make sacrifices back in the day, it's like one swoop, like, <laughs> like the paper cutter at, at, your, at your office. No, they was like, like trying to cut this goat with a rusty old knife. And the goat was like, yeah. <laughs> like, yo, I thought we was cool. Because when you brought a sacrifice, especially in the Bible days, you had to bring the firstling of the sheep, and he had to come without spot or blemish. So this is a, a lamb or sheep that you kept close to you. You didn't let him get dirty with the other ones. You fed him differently. He was in your intimate spaces. This was a house lamb. You took care of this one. You knew this one had a special name amongst all the other ones. The closest, most intimate one to you. You took care of it. You groomed it because it had to have no spots and no blemishes. So you made sure the hair was on point every day. So imagine the lamb, like, ooh, thank you, getting his hair all combed, like, thank you. Every day he's skipping in the kitchen, like, what are we eating today? They're eating slop, what am I having? Until the day you gotta let him go. So he's cutting the thing, like, ah, and, and God told me, he said, Ty, there are some sacrifices you're gonna have to make to go higher. I was like, he said, and don't be alarmed all sacrifice makes noise. I'm looking at this goat like, ah, 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 ah. he's making all this noise. I would have stopped. Like, if you cut your homie's neck, ah, I'd have been like, never mind, y'all. You do it, you do it, you do it. Because I wouldn't want to hear the cry of one I was once close with. But 2018, you might have to make some cuts. And they're going to make some noise, but cut it anyway. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? All sacrifice makes noise. 
whether it's a person or whether it's you. You know what, 2018, I'm going to be, I'm going I'm to I'm rededicate my body. I'm going to be celibate. I'm not having sex until I'm married. Your body going to be like, ah. <laughs> So not just people, you. I'm not going to drink as much. I'm not going to smoke. I'm just going, your body going to be like, yeah, what you doing? All sacrifice makes noise, but cut it anyway. Because you got to go. Tell your neighbor, I got to go higher. The Bible says, we are now the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. The next scripture. But when we see him, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Every man that has this hope purifies himself. The more I see Jesus, the more I just purify myself. He doesn't even have to address every issue. The closer I get to him, I realize how undone I am. That's why looking unto Jesus, when he shall appear, not just in the rapture, in the last days, but anytime you get a revelation of Jesus, you just start purifying yourself. My wife walked in the door... Uh, I don't know, sometime this week, I was all bummy. I just had my robe on, just chilling, looking a mess. And she came in from the mall because she was shopping. She was like, hey, babe, how you doing? I said, hey, babe, how you doing? You good? Good. I got up to give her a hug and a kiss. Like, you good, babe? Good. All right, you look nice, babe. You look nice. She's like, thank you. I was like. <laughs> I just started fixing myself up. Like, what we doing today? No, nah, I'm about to take my clothes off, put, put my PJs on and chill. Okay. I, she didn't say you look a mess. She didn't say, what you been doing all day? Fix yourself. I saw how holy, I mean, good she looked. And it caused me to purify myself. <laughs> People who enjoy their mess can't clearly see Jesus. Because when you see him as he is, you become more like him. Anybody want to be like Jesus? You purify yourself. Get a revelation of him. See him clearly. No preacher got to tell you, don't take that in 2018. Don't do that. I ain't got to say that. Look at Jesus and purify yourself. Change your, change it. If I got to point out every wrong in everybody, you don't see Jesus. Because he'll automatically cause you. Purify yourself. Let us see you clearly, Jesus. Show yourself. Let us see you clearly. And I'll purify myself. Let us see you clearly. Show yourself. Let us see you clearly. And I'll purify myself. So... Now you're soaring. The next picture. Oh, I skipped it. Rocket ship. He showed me this. The two rockets on the side of the spacecraft, it helps the rocket to thrust out of Earth's atmosphere. Once it reaches a certain realm, they fall off. 
Some of us are going to have balloon come-ups, a slow rise, where you're going to have to personally address every weight and rid yourself of it. It's a slow rise. And you, uh, you struggle with letting go, and you let it go. You Some of us, are you going to have a rocket rise? <laughs> Some of you all are going to accelerate quickly. Anybody here ready for an accelerated come-up? Accelerated thinking, accelerated provision. You're moving at such an accelerated rate that you don't have time to cater to people and to things if they're not on board. Once you reach a certain realm, it'll begin to just leave you. God is going to accelerate you so quickly that the things that are attached to you that don't belong in that realm will fall off. And again, go back to the last picture. Again, these two rockets on the side help the spacecraft thrust out of the earth. It helps it. You help me thrust into my next dimension. But now that I've reached a certain realm, you can't go. <laughs> it just falls off. You ain't got to address it. It'll fall off. Like the ten lepers. Go show yourselves to the priests as they went Leprosy fell off. <laughs> How many of y'all ready for things to just fall off in your life? Just fall off. Fall off. God is saying you're moving at an accelerated rate. I'm shooting you up higher. And things are just going to fall off. Can you stand to your feet? It's time to come up. You're going to embrace God in such a way this year that like Ruth... Like Ruth, can you go to that last scripture? She cleaved to Naomi and they lifted up their voice and they wept. Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave. And she said, behold, your sister is gone to her people and her gods. Won't you go with her? Ruth was hugging on to Naomi so intently that Naomi had to tell her, hey, your sister left. 2018, I need y'all to hold on to God so tight that you don't notice what leaves. You're about to grab hold to God to the point where you're not going to notice I haven't cussed in three months. You're not going to notice what left. I ain't been with nobody in two weeks. You're not going to notice because I'm so busy cleaving to God. Anybody ready to hold on to God? Twenty eighteen. You can put the 18 up there. Anybody ready for 2018? Make some noise if you're ready to come up in 2018. Let me hear the praises of the people of God. We're ready to come up. 18. You grown now. 2018, the year of responsibility. Oh, y'all don't want this. You legal now. What you do is on you. This is the year you can't blame nobody for the condition of your life. Tell your neighbor, you grown, you grown, you grown. 2018 is our grown year, year of responsibility. What you do matters. When you're 18, you gain new access. 18 and over, you can get in now. This is the year you gain new access. 
This is the year that whatsoever you do shall prosper. The Lord told me to tell you today, whatsoever you do shall prosper. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The Lord told me to tell you this morning, whatever you do is going to prosper. Whatsoever he doeth, continue. Whatever you continually and habitually do will prosper. And I know most of us are shouting over the word prosper. That word literally means increases or grows. So, whatever you do prospers. If you remain bitter, that's going to grow into hate. If you remain nasty, you will grow into a mean person. Whatever. I know we shout because we hear the word prosper, but it doesn't just mean good things. This is the year that whatever you do will mutate. Everything you do is a seed. Not even everything you say. Everything you do will plant the garden of your life. How do you want your garden to look? Plant kindness if you want it. Plant goodness if you want it. Your actions, your mindset, your words are see. You're, you're going to reap Whatever you do will prosper. Good, bad, or ugly. It's a great thing to hear, but it's a scary thing to hear at the same time. You're responsible for what's in your garden. What scent you're surrounded by. What colors you're surrounded by. Up to you. With the help of the Lord. And he told me to tell you this as we go into communion. He told me to tell you this. This is not the year where you just work principles. I'm a man of faith and I love principles. I love principles. But you can't just go by principles. You gotta go by the Spirit. You can read a book and work all the principles and it'll work for you. But that don't mean it's best for you right now. The spi So I want a better marriage. Let me work on my marriage. No. Let your posture be Lord. Show me how to improve myself to make this marriage better. Not I'm going to, no, Lord, help me live your posture. If you want a better business, whatever it is that, that you coming up, because when I said come up, a lot of y'all had a lot of things in your mind. Whatever was on your mind, yeah, you could come up in those areas, not without him. Let your posture be, Father, you would that I would prosper and be in health. Help me, show me how to be healthier show me how to increase my business help me in all thy ways acknowledge him and he'll direct thy paths father we thank you for the year of the come up we thank you for the invitation to come up and we respond favorably we accept the challenge we lose the weight we do what it takes to come up we walk through that door, that new realm of thinking, believing, seeing, acting, speaking. New realms, new levels in the name of Jesus. We declare it now in Jesus' name.
Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you are blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.